0: heavenly choir. Um, I, I, you know, I've, I've thought about what I'm going to say tonight for many months, but it keeps changing. And even this afternoon is changing. <laughs> I was having trouble nailing down a few things, and then new thoughts are coming to me. And uh, I, I don't know. I kind of started out. I'd like to talk kind of like Seth did. Some things I learned here at Grace Baptist Church and, and my time here. And like he talked about what he had learned the last four years. <clears throat> and I'd like for our uh, verse tonight that we kind of hold on to throughout the whole e- evening to be Philippians 4.13. It's a very familiar verse. I'm sure you've heard it over and over and over throughout your lives. But it's one you can really hang your life on. It's one you can really put your trust in. Philippians 4.13. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. I remember back in 1979, before probably most of you young people here on the front were even born. You didn't know I was doing this over in Japan then, did you? How could you? But I was in Japan then for one year. I remember I was uh, filling in for a missionary family who taught at a school in I had a quick introduction to Japan. I had been to Japan before as part of a mission team for a few weeks. But I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to decide anything. I didn't have to understand very much. Just go along with the missionary and help with uh, some English camps we did in the mountains. <clears throat> help with chapel services. Those were, We did all those in English. So I didn't have to worry about the language. And um, Anyway. But here I was in 1979 stepping in for a, a missionary who was going to go on furlough. They were teaching English at a junior and senior high school. I think I had one day to follow the missionary around and learn what he did at that school. And it's, it's, you know, look back now. I didn't have much preparation. But um, and, but I didn't know how to teach English either. <clears throat> I thought you'd just talk it and they'll understand. and There we go. <laughs> But um, I, I remember he showed me around real quick his classes, and he, he had an unusual method. He had this little stick in his hand about this long. I don't know what his purpose was, but maybe he didn't know how to teach English either. <laughs> but he would carry this little stick along and be hitting his hand all the time, and I thought, wow, do I have to do that too? <laughs> and uh, I said, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and I, But I remember the first junior high class on my own. I thought, man, what am I going to do in there? But I I still remember stepping through that doorway just like this. And I still remember fresh in my head, this is by faith. I don't know how to do anything in here. I'm stepping in by faith that you're going to help me through this hour, Lord. And uh, I learned a lot from that experience. It's still in my mind, just fresh as can be. And I, I relate it to like Moses when he was leading the Israelites from Egypt had to cross through that Red Sea and that first step they took in the Osh, in the Red Sea where the water was parted, I'm sure they had similar feelings. Man, they, they had to be thinking this isn't normal. Water's spread out for us. It's dry. It's not muddy. What are we going to do? The Egyptian army's chasing us. We're going to step in there by faith. And I've had some Things I did here at Grace Baptist Church, I did by faith through the years. <clears throat> a lot of things I didn't know how to do, had never done them before, didn't think I would ever do them before, or in the future. Um, several years ago, Pastor asked Yuki and I to think about being the Pee Wee Patch leaders. We thought, what's that? <clears throat> we, know, we knew what Patch was. What's well, Pee Wee Patch? We had never seen it done before. We had no idea what we are supposed to do. We are supposed to act like little kids and join them. We didn't know what we are supposed to do. But, again, because of my lesson I learned earlier, we said, we'll do it by faith. We stepped into that. <clears throat> I didn't even think I'd like little kids. <coughs> I didn't, really. I thought, oh, boy, this is going to be something. Um, how do you relate to these little four, five, six-year-old kids? Man, this whole front row here is almost full of everybody. her over to here, some that, of kids I had in my peewee patch that first year. Faith and I were talking about some funny words she said when she was in faith. I won't see him again I, when, when she was in peewee. I won't say them again. But we had a good laugh over those things, and she still remembers them too. But. That was a time to walk by faith and trust that I can do all things through Christ. You might think it seems little. If you've never done it before, it seems big. Um, I hadn't had any training in working with little kids. I'd never been around them that much. Um, Man, have I learned a lot from them over the years. And anybody who thinks you can't learn from little kids, you just need to get in there and walk by faith and see what you're going to learn. And Yuki said, has said this over and over, too. pastor pointed to me or talked to me here this evening. He said, look at Slade over there. He's playing the piano. And at first, I couldn't quite see him. There he was. He was playing the piano when we were doing those hymns tonight. We had Slade in our class a long time. and He's grown a lot since he first started. Um, I, I could tell a lot of stories about many of these ch- children here. <clears throat> Uh, I, I won't go into it, but I could, couldn't I, Jamie? Or, or you know, a whole bunch of you. I, I'm so thankful that I got to know you kids, and you really opened my eyes to see possibilities, even in young people. <clears throat> you, you showed me that how important that age is. And, and if you work with that age of kids... Then they can grow up into elementary age kids who can have a more servant-like attitude. And then they can go on to be young teens because of that base they had. Pastor already mentioned the instruments over here. I'm not going to try to talk about them too long because I'll get too emotional. I know I will. But what a joy it has been to work with the instruments. And I've put the bug in several of you out here to, how about getting a horn? How about picking up your old horn? And some of those bugs are still out in your ears, and I'm waiting to see a response someday. <clears throat> but uh, it, it has been a blessing uh, to to be part of this group, and they're eager to play, eager to serve the Lord. And what a blessing it's been to see the violin class take off with Sam and Sarah. Man, that's that's wonderful to see happening. <clears throat> some other things I learned about I can do all things through Christ. I learned I'd never been a deacon before. I, I learned I could what deacons did, and I, I had some different rounds, uh, different things I went through as a deacon. Some good, some not so good for a while, but the end result I hope was good because <laughs> I learned a lot of important lessons. Um, and when we came back to Grace Baptist a few years ago, I, I told about that a few times here. I won't go into it all tonight, but I learned that, again, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me when I walked in the door that night and we returned. One more thing I learned here at Grace Baptist <clears throat> is to serve the Lord in all that I do. A lot of you in this room probably either grew up on a farm, or was a farmer, or are still a farmer, I learned a lot of things what this mean, meant, even being a farmer. You have to deal with a lot of things the weather, the prices, animals dying, like Andrew talked about in Sunday school this morning, um, your favorite animal suddenly showing up sick, and oh my, and then they go downhill and die. Um, some uh, you know there's a whole whole list of things that go along with farming <clears throat> but i learned if i committed all the things i did on that farm to the lord i i learned that was serving the lord yeah. some things <clears throat> might even see, um, seem seem unrelated to serving the lord but it's all it's a lot in your attitude you can go out and feed pigs and not even think about it Or you can go out with the attitude, this is sloppy, wet, and muddy (laughs) weather to do this, but I'm doing it for the Lord. And uh, if you have that mindset, anything can be done for the right reason. I mean, it can be service. Um, I learned through some groups I've I've, uh, participated in the last several years. Farm Bureau. You might think, what's Farm Bureau have to do with anything Christian? Well, as I got into Farm Bureau, my purpose became I'm serving the Lord through Farm Bureau. <clears throat> and you might, you, might, <laughs> you might not get the connection, but if your purpose, every meeting you go to is somewhere in here, I'm going to serve others, somewhere in this meeting, I'm going to do anything I can to to uh, uplift God's truth. I might not have a chance to preach or teach from the Bible, but, but I had many chances. And opportunities later, they asked me almost all the time, will you please give a prayer for the meal? Will you please give a prayer for annual meeting, things like that? And um, if you have the right attitude, you you can do ministry, you can do service. I learned as a bus driver the last few years. Some of you, anybody been bus drivers in here before? Yep. Even as a bus driver, you can serve the Lord. Um. And sometimes you wonder about that. But, you know, it's a lot of responsibility at times. And, and sometimes your mind might be on other things. I just finished up having a regular route down at Corridon, oh, a couple weeks ago. Actually, a week ago. And it just hit me this fall. I'm driving this bus to serve the Lord. I don't get to preach to the kids. I don't get to pull my Bible out. But I get to talk to them about their families. I put effort into getting to know them. <clears throat> I could see that some kids came from pretty, you know, seemed like nice families. Others came from families that's a little more difficult. And I, it just, you know, there's a few times this year I knew this was going to be a short driving time, but it just stuck in my mind. What kind of future do these kids have? Is anybody going to share the gospel with them? Do they have any hope? This this world is seems like upside down sometimes and no hope. How about these kids on my bus? Is there anything I can do to encourage them? Another thing I learned while being here at Grace Baptist Church, and this is a really big one, it's related to serving. The attitude of being willing to serve. That attitude of being willing to serve, it brings the greatest joys. And, and this could be through various things I've participated in here. Pee-wee, Patch Club, Music College, working with the instrumentalists. Just being willing. If, you, if, you, if you're not being willing to do anything, you're missing so much joy. And, it, and it's, it goes back to the verse in Philippians. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And there, there might be needs you don't even see yet around here, but there are a lot of needs. There are a lot of needs here in southern Iowa. <clears throat> and if you're just willing to serve, put your gear shift lever in your head and instead of neutral, put it in W, willing, and, and just leave it there. The Lord can do all kinds of things with you. How's your willingness this evening? Are you being willing? No matter what, are you only willing where you're comfortable? Are you willing in things you've never done before? Um, doesn't doesn't matter your age, young, old. I've seen willing hearts in this church, all different ages. Some Some so elderly, they can barely get in the doors. Some so young, I can barely talk with them, almost, but... But, but I've seen willing hearts, and that's what that's where you can get the greatest joy. One other thing I learned about having a willing heart, <clears throat> anytime you have a willing heart to serve and there's an opportunity and you step into that opportunity, the Lord has always taken care of the other things in my life at that time, every single time. Um, at least I grew up in a family where my dad didn't do farm work on Sunday, and I know nowadays there aren't many farmers like that, but I can say I committed my Sundays to the Lord. I never planned any farm work on Sundays all my life. And people often tell me, well, if the weather's good, you got to do it. I never did it. I made it through just fine. And the Lord will He will take care of those things. Um, Whatever the subject area is, if you're willing to serve, he will take care of the other needs in your life when when the times come. Um, Tonight, as I talk to you about being a willing servant, some of you here in this church, maybe first of all, you, you need to think about even being a church member why aren't you a church member if you're not think about it isn't becoming a member showing that you're committed you're willing to serve in this church body isn't that what it stands for part of it if if you're not i urge you step forth be a member be committed you'll you'll you will receive great joys if you do the there are many doors of opportunity, many doors of service available here. Um, and, and as a church, I just hope in the years ahead, as we consider this verse about, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, look for opportunities around us, some you may be never experienced before, never touched before. There's a need right here in Sheraton, Iowa, and this community and the surrounding communities for more bus drivers, for more coaches. There are opportunities there. You can be trained. I don't care if you're 60 years old. You can go and be trained to do any of those things. And there are opportunities. As I watched Pastor coach the soccer team last spring, and Flora shared with me some of the emails I I was seeing, hey, there's opportunities to reach those young people. Um, You might not get to directly preach to them, but you can serve them, you can challenge them in their lives, and uh, there are opportunities. Uh, another thing I learned here at church, and i mentioned this already a little bit, but I had it as a separate point anyway, all ages are extremely important. All ages. I didn't used to think that way. I, I don't know why, but I, I kind of thought for a long time, teens are older, it's where i got to think, where i got to work with those people. Um, I'm not putting down teens at all. Don't, don't miss my point. What I've learned is every age is extremely important. Um, the peewees are very important. The elementary age kids are very, very important. Um, and the teens, the young adults, the older adults. There, there isn't such a thing as one age being more important than the other. That's a lesson I learned. Um, We need to learn to look at the world from whatever age it is we're looking at. If it's a young person, how does the world look through their eyes? If it's an older person, how does the world look through their eyes? Are there opportunities to serve them? Are there opportunities for them to serve that we could be a help with? Um, One more thing I learned, I just have a couple more on my list here that I learned here at Grace Baptist. I also learned how important Music is that brings glory to God. Fifteen years ago or more, I I wouldn't have known much about this subject. And I, I might have been defensive if somebody would have challenged some of my favorite music. I probably would have been. But I hadn't studied the subject very much. And like many, many people, I just knew that certain songs made me feel good. So that must be good music. But I, I learned over the last several years, I, I've read many books on the subject, and I, I've read how powerful music is. It's extremely powerful. And if we don't think what we're doing, we can let in some extremely negative music in our lives. Um, <clears throat> We have opportunities here at our church to study more music if you're interested, and I, w- I would encourage everybody in this room tonight, if you've never really studied it, study it. Look into what, uh, what, how music affects you. Look into what pleases God. Isn't that the goal for music, to please God, not to make me feel good? If we, if we have music that pleases God, if we play it or sing it, we're going to feel very good. We're going to feel joy. We're going to feel... Um, like we're serving the Lord, and that's the greatest feeling. So um, I could spend more time on this subject tonight, but I won't. But that's been an important lesson the Lord has taught me in the last several years. Finally, one of the other huge lessons I learned here at Grace Baptist in the last several years is the subject of fellowship with God. Several years ago when I was in Japan... I tried to talk to some of my students in high school, I think it was, and some adults about becoming a Christian. I shared various Bible verses about God's love, about our sins being forgiven. Several times I I got this response back, though. How can I benefit if I'm a Christian? I got that question a lot. How's it going to benefit me? And I I tried to explain to them more about their sins being forgiven and so on. But often they said, well, what about right now? How's it going to benefit me right now, this week, next week, this year? I've I've grown a lot in this area. And, of course, that's a self-centered question. It's just a natural question that man asks. Ephesians 4, verse 18 talks about our understanding being darkened. And that's just a natural question. That darkened people would ask. But I've learned that the greatest thing we can benefit by is having fellowship with God. That's greater than anything else. And, and as I've thought about this over the years, I've also thought, you know, the worst punishment God could give us would be if we could never have fellowship with Him. That's the worst. <laughs> That's worse than anything else I can think of. If He would just leave us out in the cold and say, Okay, you're there. You're going to stay there. Uh, there's a verse in Proverbs 14:12 that says, There is a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. Man, how would you like to be stuck there? Everything you thought is right ends up in the way of death. Without fellowship with God, that's where humans are stuck. They're stuck with their self, which thinks this is right, but the end thereof is the way of death. So as I look back on that question, some Japanese people ask me, how can I benefit? They're stuck in that same place too. They're stuck in their own human understanding, their own ways of doing things, just like many Americans are. It it's a you know, it's a worldwide problem we've got to deal with. Fellowship with God. That's that's the key to the whole reason we're here. That's the key to Uh, What benefit is there is fellowship with God. Uh, Along with this line, some other things I've learned here at Grace Baptist uh, with along with fellowship with God is truth. If you do a study on truth in the Bible and look how it's used. You'll see that it's always lifted up high. It's always um, lifted up as something to seek. And the truth is also mentioned, it'll set you free. Again, this is related to set you free from our old man, from our old human, selfish, uh, sinful ways. And and you've heard that in this church over and over. I've got a whole pile of notebooks at home. Actually, they would go in a box about like this. That's my very important things I have. But um, I, I look... Back through some of those the other day, and you, this has been pointed out to our church here over and over through the years. Truth will set you free, and uh, that has to do with fellowship with God. I almost forgot my one Japanese lesson I was going to give you here. <clears throat> um, back in June this last summer, the Pastor was talking about fellowship with God, and I leaned over to Yuki and I said, "Will you write the Chinese kanji for that word?" And she wrote it, and one thing in this kanji just stuck out and struck me. Okay, this is uh, the, the Chinese characters right here. But the thing that that's, uh, stuck out to me, it has a Christian meaning to it. I didn't even see before. I didn't even think about it. This part of the fellowship word, that has to do with the Father you get it the heavenly father it's right in the meaning even our word in english you can't see that can you easy if you just look at english fellowship you don't know what it's you know you don't get the idea of father but somehow in, in past years way back when when they decided what kanji to use for that word this got in their father so you know that just showed me hey somebody way back when had the idea. It's, it's fellowship with our Heavenly Father. And in closing tonight, <clears throat> freedom equals fellowship with God. Freedom in our own hearts. When we submit to God and His ways, we will know real freedom. If we don't have fellowship with God, we have just the opposite. It's bondage. That's where our world lies. That's where millions of people in Japan are stuck to, in bondage. The ways that seem right to a man. My, my wife, Yuki, wanted to come up and talk to you too, but she thought it might be too hard. So, so I'm going to give you a few words from her. <laughs> she just, I know she just wants to say thanks for your friendship here at Grace, and for your love over the years. She loves you. I love you. I, I feel like you're my flesh and blood, too. As, as we leave to go to Japan, literally, if you took my heart out here and ripped out a big chunk of it, <laughs> it wouldn't hurt anymore. Uh, it hurts to leave you guys, but I, we just want to say we'll see you later. We don't want to say goodbye. We want to say see you later, wherever that might be. Some of you might be in Japan. Maybe we'll be back here again and can share some more with you. I'd like to give a challenge and a blessing to Grace Baptist Church this evening. May the Lord comfort you and give you peace, especially in these troubled times. May you always seek truth. May you be committed to truth, no matter what. May you live God's truth. May you share God's truth with others. And Yuki and I have been involved in a few things in this church. I hope you'll fill in behind me if, we're, if we leave a hole, just like Willie did over there in my spot tonight. <laughs> I hope you'll fill in behind us in music or in peewee or whatever we've done. I, and I know the Lord has, has raised up many of you. You're, you're right there. He can use you if you got that gear shift, lever, and W, willing. We'll see you again sometime down the road. Not, we're not going to say goodbye. Pastor, I'll turn it over to you And if there's still time for questions or whatever. <clears throat>